Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther, coming to you live from the Smut Studio on this Halloween evening with my co-host, Joey No Chill Prano. Hello, Andy. I like that your uh, your couch is dressed up as the, the coach's couch in the Rams locker room. <laughs> Did I go overboard on the pillow? That's a big pillow. I feel like there's a wall between us. Like He's like, we're going to put up a wall. Ruth is going to pay for it. <laughs> It's the biggest wall. It's going to be a great wall. There's going to be rams on our wall. It seems like a comfortable pillow. It's very soft. It's very comfortable. So here's what happened. It's ginormous. I Imagine went, somebody sitting on on that seat with that pillow there. Well, obviously the pillow would be moved. But you had there was too much space between me and you. Yeah. Agreed? Yeah. You had said when you— Oh, it does. I'm looking at the screen. It does not do it justice how big it is. Well, then, then it's fine. That's all we care about, right? Yeah. That does it justice. When yeah. I turn it sideways. So basically, I wanted to get something. And also, we're gonna have to move. We're gonna have to move this Mets pennant up here because look at this. What are we? A Rams podcast? Yeah. Okay. Just Rams on top of Rams. Okay. Okay. I mean, we get it. You love Jared Goff. Well, first of all, we're gonna have to. I think a lot of this by 2019, it's gonna be redone, bro. Th- th- this, I'm, I'm full throttle now. Like, I'm not messing around with the extreme smut shack makeover. That's what's happening here. But anyway, I was in Bed Bath & Beyond. This is obviously from the Beyond section. Dude, the workers there lost their shit. I went in to look at cabinets for my bathroom, and this was randomly out of place. And it was so soft. And I go, oh, yeah. And I grabbed it. And, like, a worker goes, where'd you get that? I go, in your store? And she goes, where? I go, I just saw it over there. And the other worker goes, do you see his thing? And she goes, are you sure you got that in our store? I went to the beyond section. <laughs> so she goes, do you mind if I put the little, what's it called? Scanner. The scanner, yeah. She goes, can I scan that? You're she, like, I would appreciate it if you did on my way out while, while I'm paying for it. So she scans it and she goes, this says there's only one of these in our store. And the other girl goes, I would love to have that. And I was like, well, sorry, I'm taking it. (laughs) And then I left the store. It's very comfortable. I fell asleep on it watching Monday Night Football the other night. Yeah. But, Joe, we can get a different pillow if that makes you feel better. No, it's just ginormous. It is ginormous. But, again, look, on screen, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks like we're hosting a Rams podcast. (laughs) Is there uh, is there anybody even in tonight, or is everybody out for Halloween? Everybody's probably out for Halloween. Did you not? I thought you were going to dress up as Lieutenant Dangle and hit the streets. Well, you said let's pod, and look, work comes first. Okay. Come on. That's how it is, man. I'm a, yeah. gro- I'm a grown-ass man. I, you know, next year I will fully, I want a fully prepared cultural appropriation police officer. Uh, cultural appropriation will be a forgotten term by 2019 no because it was a big thing the last few years yeah did you see see sean white's outfit by the way yeah Uh, which i had zero problem with whatsoever he's playing he was a character from a movie 
He wasn't like, I'm retarded fellow. Not only was he a character from a movie, he was a character from a character within a character. Yeah. That's from Tropic Thunder, right? Yeah. It it pains me, Joe. When I see Sean White giving an apology, it pains me for all the reasons you just said. He's playing a character. I mean, the thing, like, once you you do it, just like own own it. it. But, like, yeah, maybe that was probably shouldn't have been your costume choice. But at the same time, who's upset about this? Like, I just don't get it. Who is upset? Like, it takes the person who's offended by this, like, right? Like, the who, like, I just don't understand who that person is who's like, we need to. You know who it is. But, like, who are they that that's. The issue is that they're defending someone that doesn't want their defending. Like, no one gives a shit except the person who's like, I'm going to make this about me. It's not about mentally ill, challenged, you know, whatever, developmentally challenged. I don't even know what words I'm allowed to use anymore. It's not about fucking people that were born with some sort of... Mental deficiency. Yeah. It's not about them. It's about some person who wants fucking attention. Yeah. It's about the Special Olympics. I hope the Special Olympics sell more fucking tickets this year. Great. They did tweet. They did tweet. I saw it. Sean White. Like, oh, your your apology. Thank you. It, it's just, it's out of control. And then I saw ben, ben Stiller is apologizing for a character, which in his movie, he was clearly mocking how ridiculous that was. Ugh. The world we live in, man. Never go full cock. <laughs> That's my advice to you social justice warriors. Uh, I thought we might have a cuck-free episode, but no. man, you just slid that right in there. Yeah. Never go full cuck. That's actually a great motto to live by. Yeah. I see in the comments section, uh, Sam Chirelli wants you to drink a Miller Lite. Show them what you're drinking, Prano. I'm drinking a kom- kombucha. A ginger ale kombucha. Yeah, that's why I'm not dressed up because I'm not going out for Halloween tonight. I've been good. It's the last day of November. Not that I'm doing a or last day of October. Not that I'm doing a sober October, but I'm trying to, as you know, be a alcohol free ish, drunk free ish, more than alcohol free. You Th- feel this actually has some alcohol in it. How do you feel? You feel better? Well, I feel pretty good. But I've also been like, it's just a combo, you know, just a, like significant changes in diet, exercise, alcohol intake, all those things together. Yeah, feel pretty good. And you sleep better too. Uh, you should. Yeah, I theoretically, I guess. I mean, I always, I always feel, I always sleep better when I have like a crazy hard workout because you're fucking tired. Yeah, I feel you, man. I got a good eight miles in today. I don't know how you run that far. God, I hate running. I ran today as well. I ran four miles. And I felt like dying. Not like, not, I was not like winded dying. It's just like my legs hurt. Like yeah. the pounding and like the, just also the, um, just like I'm fucking bored. I well, wish I could do like Sudoku while I ran or something. I think a lot when I run though. I don't know. Like, like I think about my lot. Like I go, I go down some like, rabbit holes in my brain about my life memories like it's like a float lab when i'm running i i can kind of just zone completely out 
in a way. Uh, but we're watching the game right now. Just We got the Lakers game on in the background, and we need to give a quick update. This just happened within the last hour. Derrick Rose, he's back. Yeah. The GOAT has returned. 2011 MVP form. He, he's arguably the best player in the NBA right now. Yeah. Arguably. Today? No, he is. He's I, back. I don't even I don't even know if you're doing like a Tiger Woods thing. Yeah, I'm trying or to like mo- a Rutherisms at this point. Like, I'm mocking Tiger Woods fans. Come on, follow along, Prano. Got it. I thought I did I not do a good job doing that? I see what you're doing now. Yeah. He fifty points. I tweeted a uh, serious question. Did he score fifty points in his entire season with the New York Knicks? I'm not sure he did. <laughs> and that's like such a fucking Knicks move. We get we get dead Derrick Rose, and then some other team gets like resurgent Derrick Rose. But well, Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy Butler wasn't playing. Yeah, which, I, is, which is a disaster, by the way. What is happening? Jimmy Butler wants out of Minnesota, and I don't blame him. It fucking Minnesota sucks, and he got traded there. But it's a players' league now. Players decide where where they're gonna go, where they're gonna play. It's not really fair. But I'm all for the players having the power. I'm okay with it. Look what happens when the owners have the power. We're going to get to football later. and Look what happens to the rosters when the owners have all the power. Look, we agree there. But what's the deal with the possible trade with Houston? Is that true that they they were willing to offer? Or was that just a joke? Three first-round picks. Four. Was it four? It was four. By the way, can we talk about Houston? And Minnesota didn't take that because why? I, I mean, I don't know if it was like a, I don't know if the deal was offered, but the rumor was that Houston would be would be trying to offer for. I don't know. Like, I can't imagine Minnesota wouldn't have done that. I like what would how much drugs would you have to be on not to take four first rounders for any almost any player? Well, I saw Woj reported it, so it's got to be real. Yeah, but. That could have been Houston testing the waters. That could have been, you know, if maybe Houston put out, oh, we're willing to trade them four first rounders to say to see if they called. Yeah, and then they call and they're like, you guys want to give us four, and they're like, no, we what? Why would we ever do that? Why does Houston not. suck right now? Carmelo Anthony, isn't it that simple? How different? What? How is their team different from last year? That's the question. Who do they lose? Who did they lose? Uh, I'm asking. Nobody. Nobody. Fucking same guys in the starting lineup. Carmelo Anthony is... Cancer. Yeah. Actual cancer. Brain brain cancer. He's... He's he's brain cancer that you, that you didn't find for 12 years. They're like, it started in your brain, but it is everywhere. Like, where is everywhere? Everywhere. You have it everywhere. You are cancer. You're more cancer than human at this point. It, like, this Look, is not a coincidence, right? I, I was just going to say that. Obviously, you're not a fan of Mello. You haven't been a fan forever. Who's a fan of Mello? A lot of idiots. Psychopaths. A lot of idiots. But you kind of have a point here. I mean... I've had a point for a decade. Let's look at where he's gone. The Knicks had one good year, lost in the second round of the playoffs... Nothing happened in OKC. He goes to a team that, what, they won 67 games last year? 
yeah. Close. Yeah. Whatever. Give or take a couple games. They were the best wrong. team in all of the NBA last year. <laughs> right? You still you still battling Rutherisms? No, I blocked him on all accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you blocked him on Dirty Sports? Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because at one point, he literally rep- replied, the best team in basketball is the one that wins the title. As for every other sport, I don't know. Like his argument had just started falling apart. I was like, "I am a Giants fan. The 2007 Giants were a better team than the 2007 Patriots." Does anybody think that? Does anybody think that? I'm a Giants fan. No, nobody no. thinks that. They just won the championship. Yeah. Well, anyway, I obviously there's there's some tr- there's truth going on here with Mello being a cancer, just a straight up team cancer to anywhere he goes, and it's showing. You got to get that. I got. I just got to reply to via text to say I'm on the air. Yeah, no worries. Is that is that, is that Trump calling? Who, who's yeah. texting you? The president. President's got things happening. Yeah, lots happening. Uh, yeah, dude. They'll they'll figure it out though. You think you think they'll be you think they'll be the two seed? You would. West is so competitive, so competitive. Carmelo Anthony is cancer. They'll be a fucking. They won't be the two seed. No, I'm already I'm already willing to go out on a limb and say that. Simply because of how they're starting. Yeah. I'm just I'm looking at all the teams. You know, obviously the Warriors are really gelling right now. They're top three dogs. I mean, the Warriors are playing crazy, so good. They're playing such good basketball. I mean, Clay Thompson obviously goes off, breaks the record, fourteen three pointers, fifty two points. For the record, there was some stat where he dribbled like five times the whole game or something. He breaks that in three quarters. Yeah, like. You know what I want to see the Warriors do when, like, him or Steph or KD has one of these insane nights, dude. Just let him go. I want to see. I want to see Clay put up eighty. I want to see him. I want to see him make twenty. I want to see Steph make twenty three pointers. The the thing I don't understand is why don't what like why not who who are you saving in this situation? You're saving them from getting hurt. Because the other team like snaps and fights them, you're like, what? Why are the breaks going on? Like, why wouldn't you let somebody go for a record? Why wouldn't you let to? You could take everybody out. Why don't you just leave Clay in? I agree. Leave Clay in. See if he hits twenty. Happens every time. Why? I like the idea of not running up. The, you already ran up the score. Yeah. You you won by forty. You ran up the score the minute you stepped on the court. You're the Golden yeah. State Warriors. Yeah. I'm not sure why Kerr does that. I almost feel like it's a it's almost less genuine than just letting him do it. I think it's kind of a it's almost like a bullshit. Oh, we're not gonna embarrass him. I would be so. You're, oh, you're but you're gonna embarrass him. You're gonna go up thirty five, and you're gonna keep going until Clay gets fourteen because that's the record. But you're not gonna go up fifty and let him get twenty. I would it's, be. It's like it's. It's. I agree. I would be bullshit. so mad. Imagine if you, whether it's a home or away game, imagine if you paid for tickets for that, and you're witnessing history, dude. If that happened, then you and I are at the Staples Center, and he takes Clay out, 
I'd be so mad. Like you said, let him let him hit twenty threes. Yeah, I just don't understand why not. I understand taking him out and saying, "Oh, you know, we're never going to play our starters the whole year once we hit thirty or twenty-five in a game." You know, yeah. But you're gonna you're gonna go up X amount, and it's fine. And then he breaks the record, and then he comes out. And now what? Now Steph, now you're going to do that tomorrow, and Steph breaks, got to get 15, and then Clay can stay into the fourth quarter to get 16. It's like, it's kind of dumb. I get managing their minutes, but the the beauty about managing the Warriors' minutes is they should do what Pop did, but instead of having the games where, like, Tony Parker and Ginobili and Duncan don't play. Just like every single night, don't play one of Steph or Clay or KD. Just every night, just play with two of them. It's a good strategy. Why not? Wouldn't really affect the team. No. If you want to manage their minutes, which is why I assume you're fucking taking them out in the third quarter. You remember when they lost, who they lose their first game to? Utah? Yeah. And people were like, oh, man. I mean... It's stupid. They're the most talented team in the league by far. Most talented team ever. Yeah. In the history of basketball, no one compares. Yeah. Ever. Some people are freaking out right now who are like, oh, but Ron Harper was the Parker defensive specialist. I- Sam Tripoli's fucking just lit a building on fire. It's going full fucking you know why the, Project you know, Mayhem. You know why? They won 73 games. Yeah. The best record ever. And then they added a top 10 all-timer in Kevin Durant. It's not fair, man. But, I mean, try running that fucking high-low shit with Luke Longley in the middle. Good luck. That Australian beast that was Luke Longley. I always love the way he spelled it. Do all Aussies spell Luke L-U-C? I have no idea. Why is he spelling it that way? I love that I have to speak for all Australian people right now. Oh, funny. I looked at the comment section right now. Maniacal Mitch is actually the last comment. and just says, afternoon, down in Australia. It's Thursday afternoon. Down under. Well, Mitch, if you could hop in here in the comment section, do all Aussies spell Luke, L-U-C? Maniacal Mitch is British. He is? Yeah. He just, <laughs> he just lives in Australia. I literally had no clue. <laughs> no clue. I mean, I guess he could speak to it being in Australia, but... He's a Brit down under? Yeah. I had no fucking clue. Nothing. Shameful. It's, it's, when you get all those accents together, it's kind of tough. Last night at the hostel, sitting next to each other was a dude from Australia, South Africa, and the UK. And I was like, y'all got to speak at the same time for me. I was like, what is happening? Those are... Uh, what'd you say? And the UK? South, South Africa, Africa, UK, Africa. and Austra- Austria. Or, I, I, I'm sorry, Australia. I think South Africa is my favorite of those accents. That'd be a fun place to go, huh? Yeah. I mean, I want to go, like, surf and fucking chill. You want to, like, go. It's like, I want to get in a cage and have lions eat fucking steak out of my hands. Oh, yeah. You're fucking the nature boy. Well, I haven't even discussed on air what I'm trying to do. Why not? I thought you were trying to rally a crew. Well, guys, last week uh, I kind of decided I think I'm going to go cage diving with great white sharks off the coast of Mexico. Is that what they call it, cage diving? Cage diving. So 
I I made a phone call. I called up fucking Johnny Cage dive. I I made a phone call to the company. What what is? What did the, you Google it? Well, no, I I know you don't know you don't know Samantha Hale, do you? No. She's a comic. She did it. Sounds familiar. Yeah, she runs that show in West Hollywood. She did it, and uh, basically she recommended this company because they're the only – all the other companies that you go cage diving for are through Mexico. And you're kind of rolling the dice when you're dealing with the Mexican right. company. You're a nationalist. You want to use an American company. Because there's more regulation, yeah. So this company leaves San Diego. You go 200 miles west, and – you're on a boat for like three or four days, and yeah, and you go you go cage diving with sharks. And I called the guy. I mean, it's not cheap. It's twenty eight hundred bucks for the full trip. But you have a fully catered chef. You go cage diving from about sunset to sundown. One day, uh, for three days. Three days of all day cage diving. All like you can go down with the sharks. I, I watched videos. Uh, yeah, it's nonstop. I want to do it. And I called him and I was like, yo, man, I got a, I got a podcast. And he's like, dude, get your fans. I don't know if any dirtballs want to go cage diving. Dirtball dive. The company is horizoncharters.com. You go off Guadalupe Island. Yeah. I'm, I'm even just seeing, like, I have no interest in that. Would you be scared? You, what? Isn't that the whole fucking point? Of course you'd be scared, right? I'm asking you. Yeah. I'd be absurdly now, now the scared. Cage, now, they could, the sharks could actually get in. Now, I would go... I've seen people get... I've seen see, sharks get in. see what I'm saying? Cage. Yeah. You can see from the video. Wouldn't you be scared? I'm going to be scared for sure. Yeah. That's part of the thrill. Now, I'm looking to possibly do it in August when the juvenile great whites are there, which... It's so funny over the phone. He goes, oh, it's the juveniles. They're only 12 to 13 feet big. He goes, if you were a more experienced diver, we'd probably tell you to come back in October, November, where the 15 to 18 feet females come. Hit me up if you're interested, Dirtballs. Horizoncharters.com. I'm thinking about doing it. They're already 65% full for next year. For the year? Wow. My mom's not a fan. She's like, that's ridiculous. It's also a waste of money. Like, Joanne was coming down hard on that idea. Here's the great thing about it, and then we'll, just, well, then we'll move on to Here's some other sports. Here's the great white thing about it. Well played. It's a $500 deposit, yep. which is refundable 90 days out. So, that's the great thing about it. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like that's a good thing. My point is if I put $500 down next week, I have until May of next year. Like, to, oh, to rethink spending $2,800 to get eaten by a shark. Yeah, man. Exactly. I would do a whole thing about it for dirty sports. Like, you know, I would bring down a, a, a GoPro. I'd bring what my- you should do is convince your mom to somehow come with you, and that's, that's a show. Oh, she would never do it. Never do it. My mom doesn't even go out in the ocean out here. She thinks she thinks if she goes in the ocean, like where you and I live, a shark's just gonna. She's one of those people. Well, I mean, we've had this discussion. These, yeah. These people with sharks. I mean, you surf. It's absurd. Anyway, speaking of absurd, can we talk? I'm looking at it right now. 
Can we talk about Sammy Sosa's Instagram? You're obsessed with Sammy Sosa's Instagram. I'm obsessed with Sammy Sosa. The fact that he not only has turned white, he is the most. What is it? What is his bio? So ex Jardinero, Derecho, Dominicano, de las Grandes Ligas de Baseball. That's Major League Baseball. We don't know. Real quick. Minueva Quente. Uh, uh, let me explain. Let me explain everything. We don't know if this is actually his. It's not verified, but this is what happened. Last week. Looks like it's him. I think it's him. I'm pretty sure Minueva Quenta is my new account, right? Yeah, so he sent extraordinary uh, Dominican baseball player of the major leagues. Extraordinary? That's not what extraordinario means. I think it is. I think that means X something. Oh, X Dominican baseball player of major league baseball. My new account. That's what it means. So last week, thank you to our friends at Black Sports Online, which I check every night before bed. Black you Sp- love mocking Black Sports Online, but you're an actual user of Black oh, yes. Sports Online. Oh, yes. I'm both. You follow Black Sports Online. I legitimately read Black Sports Online when I go to bed or before bed and when I wake up. I'm taking a shit. Black, Black Sports Online is a great guilty pleasure. So I You're s- like the chick who reads Us Weekly. Yes, with Black Sports Online. Yeah. I love it. So before bed... Actually, I texted you, and I was like losing my mind. I said, look, Sammy Sosa has an Instagram account. You guys can go to it. It's the official Sammy Sosa. Now, it's not verified, but it just popped up last week, and I started scrolling through the pictures. They're fucking amazing. He's only got like 15 pictures. We just started last week, right. October 23rd. The first picture is of him next to a computer and he's got the he's got the white girl hashtags. It's all in Spanish, for the record. Now, how are we going to describe this picture, Prano? I don't know. It's him in front of a computer screen. It's him, <laughs> it's him next to a computer. It's him showing us his email. <laughs> I don't know, like this. <laughs> Sammy, <laughs> let's take a picture for your Instagram. I will pose with my email. I am Sammy Sosa, and this is my email. It's an interesting picture to post on your very first Instagram Well, post. he's from the Dominican Republic. He's showing off that he has electronic mail. Yes. That's what he's showing. <laughs> if, like me, you come to America and become millionaire, you too can have mail electronica. <laughs> you guys should pull this up. Again, it's the official Sammy Sosa. If you're it's listening. just his outlook. Like, what the fuck is happening? I know. It's just his outlook. So that's the first picture he poses. The next one... <laughs> <laughs> he's, Do you know that, he, first of all he's white he's, in that one. he's completely white he looks like John one. Travolta in like John, if, if they redid Greece they're like we're gonna remake no, Greece he looks like John Travolta as blackface yeah. if they redid Greece also if you come to America you know how in our country there is no stairs all houses are rancho houses here in America we have a stairs so looks like he's coming down for breakfast and somebody took his picture like, whoa, <laughs> dude, he looks like Dracula. Yeah, he straight up looks like like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, I want to read the caption again. This is the second picture, which only has 12 likes. We got to get those likes up, Sammy. Yeah, it's it's a emoji of the sun wearing sunglasses and it says hi. That says good night. Hashtag good night. Hashtag family. Hashtag Deportivas. Which means deport all the divas. Which means sports, I think. <laughs> and then hashtag deporte, which means sport. So that's his second photo. 
let's let's get oh, hold on. we got to get one of him, him in the office yeah this is sammy this working is re- this is the reverse shot it says good morning it's a throwback thursday this is a throwback thursday to three days ago when he took a picture <laughs> in his office just four days ago i took a picture in front of my outlook after that they said sit at my desk tbt to that great day thursday uh throwback to actual thursday unbelievable this, this happened on thursday all right let, let's get through some other ones let's get let's get with some of his ladies he's got a gang of dominicans whenever girls. he's with a gang of dominicans the uh whenever he's with a gang of hoes the the uh caption should always be baseball has been very very good to me <laughs> Now, this one surprisingly has less likes than the one in front of his office. Yeah. This only has eight likes. Because 12 of the likes, uh, five of the likes on the last one were these ladies. And they didn't feel comfortable liking the picture of themselves. Are those all his daughters, all his wives? Well, the one hashtag is Chicas Hermosa. So that means... Chicas of Hermosa Beach, California. (laughs) So Chicas' girl, Hermosa's... Are those all his sisters? I don't know. I think those are all his sisters. I wouldn't be surprised there if they're his wives. You know, every in the Dominican, every time you hit one hundred home runs, you get a new wife. I like the I like the one hashtag on this photo. It says uh, hashtag Chicago Fire. <laughs> yeah, hashtag San Pedro DeMarco. Is he referencing the Chicago Fire? Remember the old Chicago Fire that like destroyed the city? Maybe he's uh, shouting out Chicago Fire, the hit NBC show. <laughs> All right, let's let's move through some of these. This is him. I and mean, Mike. fuck him playing baseball. There's one of him as a sheik. What are we doing? Yeah, I, I know. There's a couple. Hold on. Hold oh, on. here's Sammy Sosa as a cub when he was a cub. <laughs> Who gives a shit? This one, he's the fucking the iron sheik. He's in Dubai. He said the hashtag on this one says, "We love Dubai, but I love more Dominican Republic." <laughs> <laughs> but I love more Dominican Republic. Oh, you gotta get somebody to proofread this. That one has 188 likes. He's taken off. Yeah. So they love him in Dubai. Now, the next one is more Dubai picks. He's back with this, his bitches. Back with his, back with his chicas. Back down this to 30. This one starts off with ha ha ha, very funny. What the fuck is very funny? <laughs> Hashtag Toronto underscore Insta. Hashtag Chicago Fire again. Dude, that dude loves Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, 9 p.m. <laughs> You know what? You know what? You know how I think's running. Here's the thing. Here's here's my conspiracy. Punta Cana, twenty eighteen. Is he on spring break? Chicago Marathon. Dude, his hashtag game's out of control. I actually like his hashtag game though because it's just random shit. It's so random. I yeah. almost feel like David Ortiz is running the captions. Yeah. Like it looks like they, these are David Ortiz speaking English, but yeah. in caption form. It's just somebody trying to translate what he's saying. Yeah. Did he just say Chicago Fire? Chico Fire. What? Okay. Chico now, Fire? Now let's scroll up a little. This, well, well, we missed this one. This one I thought had a good caption. It says, ha ha with a fan. You, you know how, what he does? Let me do the comparison. I remember when my, my niece is almost 15 now, but I remember when she went, was like 11 and 12, everything was ha ha. Everything was LOL. Also, it, Sammy's. Speak Spanish. Why isn't ja ja? I thought that's how Spanish people did ha ha. Yeah. So I don't know where he's at. This is another hashtag Chicago looks, Marathon. Looks like he's in an airport. 
Did he run a marathon? I have no idea. I mean, you'd think he would stick out. <laughs> They'd be like, who's the Sammy Sosa-looking vampire yeah. dressed as a sheik running the marathon? One of the hashtags is fantastic beasts. <laughs> Do you think this guy appreciates Sammy Sosa calling him a beast? I don't know. All right, let's get through a couple of these. And now we're on to Halloween. Are we? Is this any more of a fucking <laughs> outfit than the one he... He was Vampire Dracula uh, uh, like six weeks ago. This one says Phantom of the Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> He's dressed like he... How is, his, how is his at name not Phantom of the Sosa? Yeah. This one was taken... Phantom de la Sosa. This one was taken yesterday. I just love that he's always doing this. Can you imagine, like, Sammy Sosa out at a Halloween party? He's dressed up as Phantom of the Sosa, and they're like, what would you like to drink? And he's like, I'll have one gin e tonic. And then he's like... (laughs) (laughs) He's fucking spilling his drink as he fucking jumps down the first baseline. Do we think this is really his account? Is he really running this? I think so. This is the we got to bring up the latest photo. This was from one hour ago. Is that Aladdin? It looks like someone is Aladdin. That's not him because that person's black or or darker skinned. And Sam- also not gigantic and Sammy Sosa. Yeah, Sammy's white at this <laughs> that's, point. That's not Sammy Sosa because well, that's not Sammy Sosa. He's still doing those same hashtags. He's, yeah, he's doing Chicago Marathon, Panama. Panama's a hashtag and everything. Uh, Hall- Toronto underscore Insta. Punta Cana, Pelota, Party Night, This Fraz Halloween. How about this hashtag, Baseballism? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, the dude's lost his mind. Well, there's our Sammy Sosa segment. I would be segment. more surprised if it wasn't Sammy Sosa than if it was Sammy Sosa. Yeah. Wouldn't you? You guys should check that out. Again, it's the official Sammy Sosa. Thank you, Black Sports Online, where I get all my... Black Current. sports news and, and up to date and formerly black sports in the case of. <laughs> Do you think the editor had to approve that one? Did uh, do who, who's the guy's name? Uh, Robert, Robert Little? Little was he was he like, dude? This isn't a black guy, but he used to be black. Was somebody like, can you approve this for us to post this as a story? I think it's just like the black takes on sports. Yeah. Well, Sosa, uh, former Cub, of course. Do we have anything about the Cubs? I was trying to segue that. Nope. Uh, Why would we have anything about the Cubs? I don't know. But we have something about Latinos. We do. They stabbed a Red Sox fan. Jesus Christ. With a screwdriver. Five times. Well, this is news out here. Uh, Dodgers fans stabbed a Red Sox fan after Game 5 of the World Series with a screwdriver. Now, I posted incorrectly on the website. I just didn't even read the story. I assumed it was outside of Dodger Stadium. Where was it? Somebody said, you're wrong, Ruth, or read the story that it was uh, in Koreatown. Thank God it wasn't a seven-game series, huh? Yeah. <laughs> One for each game? <laughs> Guy might not have survived. Stabbed with a screwdriver. That's some prison shit, bro. That's yeah, a cause. Who's bringing, who's bringing a screwdriver out with them? Apparently Dodgers fans. I mean... I gotta say, that's pretty Dodger fan... Fantastic to not go to the game. You care so much that you don't go to the game and you let your stadium get taken over by Red Sox fans, but you do care enough to stab somebody over it. 
Yeah, that's where I'm confused. You leave the game in the 14th inning because you have to get to bed. But the same token, you are stabbing someone. Although in the, the people you accused of staying, it's a good point. Leaving, they're probably the ones that did the stabbing. It's a good point. I hate to agree with me. Uh, no, I hate to you know, uh, like racially target people. But I have a feeling it was Latinos that stabbed him with a screwdriver. Yeah, it was. I don't think you know Joe Chabelli was stabbing anybody with a screwdriver. It was just like I'm racially profiling that it was white people who left the game early. Yeah. We we can make assumptions here. This is gonna sound awful. I'm just gonna say it. When I saw the story, and then you you see the picture of the guy in the hospital, like he's beat up to hell. He doesn't remember anything. He woke up in the hospital. The other part of me is like, fuck Boston fans. Does that make me a terrible person? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I. When I watch, I, I let sports get me upset sometimes, but never that upset. And what's well, funny. I'm what's, not justifying it. No, but what I find interesting is like, how little life do you have to have? Like it really, because I get like, I'll get upset about sports, but not like that upset. And then I am like, all right, just get like, kill yourself for caring that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, you're not a part of this team. They don't care about you. Eli Manning's not stabbing anybody for me. Yeah. You know? R- Ryan Fitzpatrick's not fucking having arguments about how great a comedian Joe Prano is. Like, they don't care. Don't care that much. And, like, I, you know, g- me getting upset about sports is, like, letting it ruin the next half hour after a game's over. I don't know, man. You were pretty, mu- you were pretty upset when the Mets lost. In the World Series? Yeah. That, yeah. that ruined you for a couple days. Yeah. Uh, but, like, first of all, to a point, I didn't stab anybody over it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying emotionally. Yeah. It affected you. But, geez. I'm saying it's affected me, too. Yeah, not violent. I would never get violent with anybody. How? My point is how little life do you have to have to want to fucking... You, this is what you would have. Like, I've never cried over sports. I have. Your team losing? Yeah, as a kid. I cried sometimes. But yeah. I'm also but I'm also way more emotional than you. I, I show my emotions. I have no problem crying. I mean I cried watching Rudy, but you know, like I'm not crying over a sports team. Yeah, but again, you don't I, I maybe you cry, I don't know. I like I'll cry from time to time. Let's pull these clips. And pull them. I, <laughs> I don't, don't know care. About, I don't know if you're crying. I'll cry from time to time. Sips his tea. That's delicious chamomile tea. Yeah, man, I have no problem crying if, if if it. We get it, you cry, dude. But that's what I'm saying. Don't cry right now. I'm not gonna cry right now. There's no crying in podcasting. I know. I know the things that trigger me to cry. Let's just go on to the next topic. Are you are you uncomfortable? Slightly, but thankfully <laughs> I have a gigantic fucking Rams pillow <laughs> to keep your tears away. I have a I have a tear dam. You truly do. That is a big-ass pillow. I'll tell you what. You come over here. You ever want to take a nap, that pillow is clutch. Another violent news involving the Red Sox. Whitey Bulger. Dead. R.I.P. Now, when the story came out, they just said that he was beaten. Bro. Do we have more details? Was it by Dodgers fans? 
Did Dodgers fans beat Whitey Bulger to death? Eyes gouged. This, this is some savage shit. And it's from TMZ, so who knows the validity. I haven't, I haven't updated this story. This is just from yesterday. This is what TMZ says. A prison source tells us Bolger, who, who is wheelchair-bound... Dude, this is some fucking odd shit. And I never watch a show, but I just assume something like this. He was in general population yesterday morning. He was approached by three other inmates who wheeled him into a corner that could not be seen by surveillance cameras. One source says the inmates beat Bolger, one with a lock in a socket as a weapon. God damn. Until a lock he, in a sock? Yeah. This is a fucking Dr. Seuss story. Until I will he not was beat a, you with a sock. I will not beat you with a lock. I will beat you with a lock and a sock and a rock. They beat him until he was unconscious. They also attempted to gouge out his eyes with some type of shiv, but were unsuccessful. He fell to the ground bruises and several dents in his head. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why you got to bring me into this? Uh, here's, here's what they say. Apparently... Um, the 1940s gangsters, mobsters would gouge out the eyes of witness who talked to cops. And we all know he was an informant. Right. It's Whitey Bulger. Seems weird to kill him at like at that age. No, man. So, dude, you know how, not that I know the prison stuff, but like I've seen enough. He is like the wet dream of a guy you want to kill in prison if you're in prison. What, just for like... Oh, yeah. The amount of cred, those dudes who killed him have so much cred in prison. In prison, though. You killed a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah, but their their prison, their prison, like their societal, like how they live in prison, that's that's their world, right? That's like you getting some cred out in the real world. Come on, you've watched shows about prison. Yeah, I mean, I love Dawes. That's what I'm saying. But like, he was in there for a while. Yeah. Why did it take him so long to fucking corner the wheelchair guy? They probably guarded him pretty closely. Do we have the Black Mass trailer? It's here. Yeah. I love it. I love that that's his legacy. Fucking Johnny Depp. They captured him in 2011. I'm. I Here's the thing. So people tweeted at us, and people were very disappointed that, you know, we, we had a great ad campaign we did occasionally with Samuel Adams. I can't, I can't believe we didn't set up to play the Whitey Balja. Well, here's the deal. Whitey actually, he left a voicemail. On the hotline? Dude, you couldn't believe this. He was so excited after the Sox. I saw that Boston number come in after the game one. Yeah. I thought that would be a Red Sox fan. So he left a number or he left a call on our number after the Sox won on Sunday and then he gets whacked on Monday. Wow. So he gets he got killed the day after they won, but luckily we got a voicemail from Whitey Bulger just saying how happy he was that the Sox won and uh I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and play it. Dirty Sports Podcast Whitey Bulger calling you from Federal Penitentiary. Fucking Red Sox won. The fucking Sox. They fucking won. This is the greatest fucking day of my life. We're fucking world champ. Nothing can go wrong. You can't. You. I'm, I'm invincible right now. Fucking Sox winners in Los Angeles. They're the fucking champs. I am cracking open a fucking black mass lager right now. Sam Adams. Love it. 
drinking it up here in jail. I feel great. I feel invincible. Wow. I can't believe he ended the call with that. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Crazy. Feel He felt invincible. That's, that's awful. He died the next day. Yeah. Stabbed to death. But you know what? Good for him. If you're going to go out, he went out on top. Yeah. I mean, granted. He, did, he didn't go out on top. He was in a wheelchair getting his eyes stabbed out. <laughs> he went out pretty pretty on the bottom. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Did, was there a second call? Did he make a second call? Because I saw I saw a Massachusetts number come in. Also, I think that might there might be a, a oh, second call. Hold on, let me bring it up. This is the greatest sight these eyes have ever seen. I cannot believe what I've seen tonight. The Red Sox winners, winners of the World Fucking Series, a hundred and seven regular season wins. I can't believe I saw my own two fucking eyes. Love it. Love these eyes. Love what they've seen this year from the fucking Sox. Can't wait to fucking... I don't care that I'm in jail. I don't care that I'm in jail. I'm going to fucking watch the Red Sox all next year with my beautiful blue eyes. (laughs) Wow. Jesus Christ. Very specific. (laughs) I mean... He really was talking about his eyes there. (laughs) And then who knew? He would just get his eyes fucking... They must have heard him. It was almost like he was taunting his fellow prisoners. They must have. Are we responsible for having his eyes gouged out? He's just yelling on the prison payphone about his beautiful blue eyes. I almost feel like we are. Like illegally, are we off the hook, or could we be liable? I think I think we're off the hook for anything involving a mass murderer, a black mass murderer. Man. R.I.P. Whitey Bulger. You want to get to some NFL? Let's do it. But before we do that, Joe Prano, I want to say we're looking fabulous. <laughs> Look at this flag and anthem gear. Yeah, we're head to toe. Head to toe. It's flannel season. I got. I got to tell everybody. Use your 25% off. 25%? 25%. I always want to say 20, but then I'm like, I'm pretty sure they give us the extra 5%. Yeah. It's flannel season. That's right. I love flannel season. I have a rack of flannels that I haven't touched since, I don't know, probably February, March. Well, you're ready to use them. I'm, I'm just on a daily flannel every day. Today's flannel, flag and anthem. Love it. Well, here's what's great. They have updated new flannel. They do. Over I at their website. Got, I just got a new flannel. I didn't wear it tonight because I knew I'd be inside, but it's super thick. It's like I can't wait to go to Tahoe and wear it. Dirtballs, you can get your flannels by going to flagandanthem.com along with all their great winter gear. Get 25% off your first order. Just drop promo code DIRTY at checkout. Once again, that's flagandanthem.com, promo code DIRTY to get 25% off your first order. Okay, so NFL, there's a lot of shit to talk about. Not just picking the games. There was a ton of trades. And in fact, I will say this might be one of the I'm trying to think of the word here. Like where trades actually mattered. Yeah. One of the crazier trade deadlines. Because normally you're just like, eh, it's not like Major League Baseball yeah. or NBA. You're just like, ah, oh, trades. Yeah. Usually not that many people move, if any. Yeah. But this year was a lot. 
for a variety of reasons. Yeah. So let's. let's I think mostly uh, to troll Jerry Jones for giving a first rounder for Amari Cooper. <laughs> Every team was like, hey, let's go get a big time receiver for a fifth. Well, we can start there. The Eagles picked up Golden Tate for a third rounder. I think that's a great move for them. I think it's a great move, too. He is a yak king. Yards after catch. Yeah, I think he'll be fantastic for them. Um, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's a f- great move for them. I hope I hope it doesn't work out. I hope he ends up fucking both Nick Foles and Carson Wentz's wives. I hope he fucks, you know, I hope he fucks the nun at Carson Wentz's church. Oh, wow. Yeah. Woo. I mean, I hope I hope it kills the team morale, but I think unfortunately it will be a great move for them. I think it's a great move for the Eagles. A third rounder again. Not like you're giving up an insane amount for right. a guy, for a guy who, you know, he's he's what 30. So he's still got he's still got a good year or two. I get it from the Lions standpoint. You know, he was on the last year they don't want to resign him, but and I'm going to talk about this, not just the Lions. I'm a little confused on a lot of the trades in the NFC North because that division is completely up for grabs. Well, I think the lot. I'd like to think that the Lions know that they're not that good and that they're going to have to make some significant changes, that the Bears are going to be better moving forward, the Packers. A lot of trades, but still have Aaron Rodgers. The Vikings were the best team in the division last year. Even a good Lions team is probably the worst team in that division. So hopefully the move is based on the Lions knowing they're not going to win the division. Hopefully. Well, let's talk about those other teams. The Packers trade Ha Clinton Dix to the Redskins. And they also get rid of Ty Montgomery. Now, he just had that huge fumble last week against the Rams. Have you ever seen a guy get traded basically because of one fuck-up? Well, so... I like Ty Montgomery. He's okay. But he filled the roles needed for the team, playing running back. Yeah. But apparently he was told to not return that. And then he returned it anyway. And then he fumbled. And then people were kind of calling him out for it. And he specifically said, I don't know who I can trust in this locker room. Well, I saw that. And then HaHa Clinton Dix was saying he's probably going to be playing somewhere else. So I think from a Packers standpoint, they're just doing like a locker room cleansing. That they think, look, it's the NFL. If you're going to win for real, you're going to have to have a next man up attitude regardless. And much like, you know, my Giants when we won the first Super Bowl, it's like, when Jeremy Shockey went down, everybody thought the season was over. And in the end, it was like, oh, maybe like a tight end that's not, you know, drinking on the sideline and demanding the ball is better for us. And like in the end, you know, fucking Kevin Boss is a tight end, you know. Um, I think that that was just a, a locker room purge. I think they're getting people, getting rid of people that aren't really fucking, yeah, they're fine, but. I think it was just a cleansing. It was it was them burning some sage in the locker room. And how about the those teams that those guys went to? We have uh Ha Ha Clinton Dix going to the Redskins. We have Ty Montgomery going to the Ravens. I mean, they help both teams, I think. Sure. Uh nothing drastic though. Yeah. Can't can't hurt the Redskins to have Dix. Uh Clinton Dix. Ha ha. 
Can't hurt uh, the Redskins to have dicks. Yeah. Pull that one. Um, Montgomery, I mean, does he really help the Ravens? Yeah. But like I think he helps him. He's another yeah. running back. The Ravens, they're they're sort of on their last legs here. They've got to they've got to make a strong push. How many have they lost? They've lost four games now. They're three and four. They're four and four. Four and four. Yeah. Okay. So they're not out of it. No. No, they're not out of it. I do also like the Texans' move of getting Demarius Thomas. Yeah. Well, they lost. Um, Will Fuller. Yeah, I think. I think Demarius, it's a downgrade. Significant downgrade, but still another weapon. Yeah, it's not his backup, so that's nice. Now the Bron- that I guess that means the Broncos have. But let's be honest, Demarius Thomas is not the guy he used to be. No, he's not. So they're taking. And let's also be honest with the Chiefs and the Chargers in that division. Kind of like what you were saying about the Lions. I yeah, think I think maybe, the Broncos know. Look, we're not going to the playoffs. The this Broncos year. have played a lot of teams tough this year, though. Like they the, have the, the Broncos. They have. You are your record, but the Broncos are a couple bounces away from being, you know, in the hunt. Yeah. But I agree with you. They're not as good as the Chargers, and they're not as good as the Chiefs. So, I I think you you need more of that. You need more smartly moving on before you know being ahead of the curve. Yeah. Maybe maybe they are. I love the Rams, Dante Fowler. Yeah. I love that move. Yeah, they're all in, dude. Now, he obviously has not... He's been a bust. Let's just let's call it what it is. He was the third overall pick in 2015, right? He's been a bust for the Jags. But now you have, basically, a new start for him. He gets to play with Sue, Aaron Donald. That, that whole front for the Rams is excellent. Yeah. Now he can actually... Just do his thing. I love that. You're right. They're all in. That's one of those moves where they already have a, a all around great when team. It, when is the deadline? Did the deadline just is it over? I think that was the deadline. I don't know yeah. if that was a hard deadline. I never understand that stuff. I mean, they give up a third and fifth round pick for him. So the Rams probably don't have any picks next year. Right. They've given up a lot. They're going they're going for it. They're man. going for it. I love it. They're all in. Were there any other? Those were the main ones that just happened. Were there any other big ones you want to talk about? Nope. All right, let's let's get to it. Let's 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 get to some of these signings. We got to get to this shit. I woke up. I'm just gonna give a quick what happened. I see, I see, I see. Barkley has signed with the Bills. I'm like, are you kidding me? Matt Barkley, for everybody who doesn't know, didn't play football last year. In fact, Matt Barkley, the last time he played, was the same year Colin Kaepernick played. Just so everybody knows. Yeah. So he sat out of football last year. Matt Barkley has played for seven teams since he entered the league. It's pretty crazy to think. So the Bills signed him. There was, there was a. Do you remember the season that he was at SC? And if he had come out, he had been the first overall pick after his junior year. Yeah, yeah. And he stayed. So the Bills signed Mac Barkley today to basically be the backup now for Nathan Peterman, who's now starting because Derek Anderson is injured. Yes. So that's what's going on in Buffalo. Yeah. They don't get a shit 
about fucking winning. Well, no, they don't give a shit about winning. They don't, and that's why I went on my deep dive today. But who, so let's play a devil's advocate. Who should they have signed? They're like, it's pretty slim pickings. I agree, but this is, this is what I'm going to say. They did not set their team up at all. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Disregard his preseason. AJ McCarron is a viable fucking backup. He is. He's played a playoff game. He, you know, he's won a couple games with Cincinnati. I'm not saying AJ McCarron's the best. He looked awful in the preseason. But But they also had Josh Allen. That was who they st- were start. They were starting Peterman. No, this is what they did. This is what they did. They started Peterman game one. Exactly. They basically chose Peterman. Yeah, to start. But they also chose him over McCarron in yeah. a way. Yeah, of course they did. Because obviously Josh I, I, Allen's the long term. Right, and Josh Allen was starting the season as the backup. I'm just trying to understand Buffalo's rationale. Nathan Peterman is awful last year. Awful. I don't yeah. give a fuck what he does in the preseason. Preseason doesn't mean shit to me. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. It doesn't mean shit. That's why I bring up A.J. McCarron. A.J. McCarron's started a playoff game. Peterman looked awful last year. You're going to say, okay, you're going to choose him over Peter. You're going to choose him over McCarron. Fine. What, is, what does Peterman do? He eats shit again. This is where you're at, dude. This is this is where you're at. And you hate to fucking always bring it up. And I did a tweet today, which then, of course, I was battling people about the Kaepernick thing. But it's not about the Kaepernick thing. That's that's the one point I want to address. See, I think it I think it's only about the Kaepernick thing. That that to me, that is where the whole thing turns for all of these teams. To me, I and by the way, I've stopped doing it because it, we're now it's just, now it's just redundant. Sure, but the Buffalo Bills are a dumpster fire organization. They've pretty much always been a dumpster fire organization. Even when they were competing for Super Bowls and playing in Super Bowls, they were a punchline. The Buffalo Bills fucking suck. Their organization is a joke. Why the city of Buffalo has a professional football team? I don't know. I, I like. Buffalo deserves zero professional sports except for hockey because they're basically Canada. Get the fucking bills out of Buffalo. I don't care that your fans show up and throw shit in the parking lot and throw dicks on the field. You're a fucking punchline. The, their decision to take Peterman over McCarron is because they're stupid and they're a terrible football team. They also chose Tyrod Taylor to start for fucking three seasons, and he was fucking terrible, and then they had Peterman backing him up, and then they took fucking Josh Allen as a back. Like, they're just horribly run, and we could go through the list of the the shitbag quarterbacks that they've started over the years. Them signing Derek Anderson and Matt Barkley, shithead moves, but that's why it only comes back to Colin Kaepernick because now you're saying we're a desperate shitbag Gross, horribly run punchline of an organization that shouldn't exist. The only thing we should do is be trying to win and trying to be relevant. Colin Kaepernick is out there. We have to sign him. But they're not because, again, the same thing that we repeat. This is not about him being bad because he's way better than Matt Barkley. He's way better than Derek Anderson. He's better than Tyrod Taylor. He's better than Josh Allen. He's better than Nathan. He's better than any player that has fucking started for the Buffalo Bills in God knows how long. The Buffalo Bills suck. 
Their teams always suck. Colin Kaepernick would be their best wide receiver. Colin Kaepernick would be their best fucking running back besides LaShawn McCoy. Colin Kaepernick would probably fucking start at safety. They suck. They've always sucked. Them not signing him, this is my point, and this is my only point with Colin Kaepernick. When you make a decision to sign a player you know is specifically worse than another guy for whatever reason, racism, the kneeling, collusion, he smells bad, he's he's this, he's that, I don't care what reason. Every time you decide to take a player that you know is significantly worse, you're stealing from your dildo-throwing, table-jumping, wing-eating, shit-in-socks, Dumpster fire fan base. You're stealing from them. And that's it. You're stealing from your fans when you decide not to win. I agree. And that's why I went on a tweet rampage on Dirty Sports. We have a lot of Bills Mafia people who listen to the show. You guys should be appalled and offended. You you really should. And again, I, I know we're talking Kaepernick, but just, just in general, you should be appalled and offended that these are the moves you're making. At quarterback, to bring in Derek Anderson, who is playing golf, to bring in Matt. Guys, this whole thing, and, and, and the thing is, people on Twitter, and obviously I had a tweet that did very well, uh, basically making a joke that they were in the court and Kaepernick's lawyer just pointed to the guys that Buffalo has signed this year and the judge says, we don't need to hear any, you know, it's anything true. else. It's true. That's the truth, though. This is collusion. So I just want to read an exchange, though. I just really want to because I hadn't I hadn't gone down this to, like this until now. Uh, I always say, "Oh, Prano, like I pick my spots at times." Well, I, I did it today, and I went down. I went down. I just want to read this exchange that I had with the dirt ball. Congrats, Nate! You made it on the show. Nate responds to my tweet. Just shows how terrible he must be. Then wrong. But, you're already wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, let me just get through this. Let me just get through this. Because there are plenty of others kneelers with a job. So this is what I respond. And this is important for all you guys listening who don't think that Kaepernick, like, it's, it's, it's wild to me. This is what I respond. Just answer these two questions with no other response. And the reason I did that, just so you guys know, I don't want to hear about the kneeling. I don't want to hear about the distraction. I just wanted him to answer these two questions with nothing around it. I wrote, is Nathan Peterman, Derek Anderson, or Matt Barkley better QBs than Colin Kaepernick? That was my first question. My second question was, between Nathan Peterman, Derek Anderson, Matt Barkley, or Colin Kaepernick, who gives the Bills the best chance of winning a game? He responds... But not answering the question. Classic move. He's talking about Alex Smith. And, and I'm like, dude, I, re- I respond, you didn't answer the question I asked you. We're done here. So then he responds about Kaepernick. He's obviously talented. He's obviously not better than them or he'd have a job. That's where – that. so here's what I, – I, and I don't care at this point. I don't care about – you're wrong, dumb, and racist. That's what you are. You are. The end. It's, it really doesn't have to be talked about. No, why am I racist? Because because you're denying factual information for one reason and one reason alone. Because you don't like Colin Kaepernick. Why don't you like him? Because he's black and kneeled. That's the only thing he did. Well, hold on a second. That's it. 
I'm not going to call well, him racist. I am. I am. You can call him racist. What I'm going to say is this. He refused to answer the questions. Why? Every, because the every, answers don't fit his everyone listening, story. There is no way that Nathan Peterman, Matt Barkley, and Derek Anderson are better quarterbacks. They just aren't. That's a fucking fact. That is a fact. Those guys fucking suck. They're not good. But that... I'm, I, again, hold on. I'm not talking about the kneeling, what he would cost. I'm saying from... Take everything out of it. But, you're, but you're, you're, you're arguing the wrong point. You're... Somebody that argues that they are better knows that they're lying. So for you to argue with that person that they are better, you now you're caught... In a fucking in a web of nonsense that I mean, you talk about me wasting my time. You're literally that's wrong. They're not better. Nathan Peterman, whatever he came into the league, they thought they had something. They learned quickly. They didn't. He's back. They are they're already committed to him. Whatever. Them signing Derek Anderson and them signing Matt, Derek Anderson was never a starter. Matt Barkley was never a starter. They're not good. Well, Derek Anderson was for a minute with the Browns. uh, So was I. Okay. I mean, it was his best year. I think he may even might have even made the Pro Bowl. But still. Okay. But they play in the fucking Super Bowl. No, they no. Did did he get fucking two hundred million dollar contract because he's that? That's how good he was. I'm not saying he was good. I'm just saying. Right. He sucks. Okay. And the argument that he's better is wrong. That's we're just now we're just playing fantasy time. Let's play fantasy game where you live in a world where he's better. Well, I'm not coming to that world. I'm not coming to fucking Candyland. Okay? Well, I realize that. But I, so then what you have to then what you have to get to the bottom of is why do you why what about Colin Kaepernick makes you Nate lie? Knowingly lie. What makes you do that? That's the question, and that's the question that you need to ask yourself about NFL owners. And GMs that don't sign him. If you decide to take a lesser player, knowing that everybody knows that he's a lesser player, why? That's the question. And the que- and the answer is because he's the one who started the kneeling thing, and he was the one that was made an example of over the kneeling thing, and it's not even about the kneeling thing. It's about you don't get to do what you want to do in the NFL. We're in charge. You're not in charge. Oh, these guys all started kneeling? Well, we can't fucking suspend every single player, but we can start making an example. The next guy who decides that he wants to fucking talk about some shit or do some shit that we don't like, you're going to be the one that gets blackballed too. You're gone. It's simple. Anybody arguing Derek Anderson is better isn't a bad judge of football. They're a liar. That's it. They're a liar. They're lying for the sake of argument. Well, I agree because that's why I pose those questions. It's very when you watch first. It's very take, clear when you watch first take with Skip Bayless, right? And Skip Bayless. Well, I don't watch it, but okay, anyway. whatever. If anybody does, because I see the clips people post on Twitter when the when the Cowboys are playing well, and he says, "I think Des Bryant might be the best receiver in all of football." He's not. He doesn't believe that. He's entertaining. He's saying something to rile people up. He doesn't believe it. 
This is what you're doing if you're arguing Kaepernick. Uh, Anderson's better than Kaepernick. Barkley. Whedon. Castle. Fucking Chase a- Daniel. Any of them. I have, I have a full list. Any of them. You're wrong. You're, and you're lying. And you know you're wrong. And you're lying. The end. And then the question becomes, why are you lying? That's why I don't have a problem calling you racist. Because that's why you're lying. Well, he wouldn't answer the question. And then the guy you're arguing with who's got a fucking police badge in his thing. Why is he lying over Derek Anderson? Because he's a fucking cop. And Colin Kaepernick wore pig socks. This guy got fucking trolled by socks. Guys, all I'm going to say is this about the whole situation with the owners. They don't care. A lot of them don't care. That's why I said this goes beyond Kaepernick. I went through today and I spent the time. I looked up all 32 teams' backups. Now, I understand There's only a limited number of good backups. However, it blows my mind. We we talk about, oh, the owners care. Well, the owners don't care. This is is where it comes full circle. You say, oh, the owners don't want to sign anybody because he's going to hurt and fans are going to boycott. You know who doesn't care? The fucking owners. And also, it's been proven completely untrue. Listen to these guys. I just want. I just want to read. Did you see my tweet when they said uh, Rob Manfred couldn't figure out why World Series, Dodgers, Red Sox, premier teams, East Coast, West Coast, fucking for ratings were down fifteen percent. I joked. Yeah, it must be all the guys kneeling for the anthem. Yeah, we've already proven all of the things that you're saying. He's not going to be a bigger distraction than Tebow ever was anywhere he went. He's not going to be a bigger distraction than Menzel. He's not going to be a bigger distraction than. T.O. He's not going to be a bigger distraction than Odell Beckham. He's not going to be a bigger distraction. And on and on and on and on and on. You think there's going to be more people around the fucking locker of Colin Kaepernick than there were around the locker of Jameis Winston when he was about to be suspended for sexually assaulting an Uber driver? No. There's only so many people covering each team. And that person had all of the fucking press around them. It's fucking stupid. But NFL owners truly don't give a shit. They don't. Let me just read off. Let me just read this off. And that includes it, it's not that not only do some of them not don't give a shit, they're making a lot of the wrong fucking moves. Even here in our Los Angeles. The Rams have a great team. Phenomenal team. Joe just said they're going all in. You know who the Rams' backup quarterback is? Sean Mannion. Dude, Jared Goff's one injury away from the Rams sucking. I'll just be honest. Sean Mannion. My argument is why do more teams not try to get a sufficient backup? Because there aren't any out there. Well, there's some. But yeah, but there's some. But there's not that many. That's why... And I hate to bring it back as we always do. That's why Ryan Fitzpatrick is a good quarterback. There are literally 30 teams in the league that would love him as their backup right now. 
One team has him as their starter. Because it's not easy to be a good quarterback in the NFL. Agreed. It's, it's harder to be a great one. It's fucking nearly impossible to be elite. We're talking about six guys, five guys, four guys at any given time. We're talking about 10 that are great. We're talking about 15 that are good. You know what I mean? It, it, it goes from there. I know, but this is my point. There are not 64 this, good quarterbacks. This is, this is my – no, I agree. Do we agree with that? There's, there's a limited number, but my mind literally was completely opened up when I looked and saw the backups – Especially with teams like the Rams, who are great teams. You know, like the Chiefs, who are a great team. If Patrick Mahomes goes down, you have Chad fucking Henny. You have Chad Henny. You have Chad Henny. If if Phillip Rivers goes down, you have Geno Smith. Right? I mean, I, if, I, if, I, I, if, talked, if, I talked about this last year. If Deshaun Watson goes down, your choices are Joe Webb and Brandon Whedon. If... Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt, and he always does. You know who the backup for the Steelers is? Joshua Dobbs. Who the fuck is Josh? Guys, my point is this. All this thing about all these guys want to win, do they? I'm just saying. I, then I look but at, I don't know who you sign. If you're the Steelers, who do you sign to back up Roethlisberger? Well, here's some teams with backups who I think could fill in. Obviously, Eagles, Nick Foles. Saints. But you would have said Foles sucked last year. No, I would have said he's a feasible backup because he's won. Again, I know the backup's not going to be as good, but even t- take the Saints. Breeze goes down. When I say a backup can fill in, I'm saying can they, can they go 500? Right. I think the Saints can go 500 with Teddy Bridgewater or Taysom Hill. I think they can. I think the Pats can go 500 with Brian Hoyer. I think the Dolphins, and they've kind of already have gone 500 with Brock Osweiler. I think it's not that big of a decrease if the Jets go from Darnold to Josh McCown. Even the Browns, like, is Tyrod Taylor that different from Baker Mayfield right now? Is Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett's a good backup, in my opinion. But, like, my, my point is, they're Good are, backup on the Pats. He was a dumpster fire on the... But, but, he, but he, was, he was a decent player. A.J. McCarron's a decent backup. My, my, my point is, I think a lot of teams are foolish. Again, I got to give kudos to the Eagles. The Eagles could not have played it better last year. Do you agree with me? If Derek Goff gets hurt and the Rams had to fill in Sean Mannion. Be- I, probably the worst example simply because so scheme heavy. Well, what about the Chiefs? Chad Henney. Ch- completely. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chad Henney, at least he's a vet, but no, they're not going because the the difference between Mahomes and Goff, like you're saying, Goff is not making those throws, but it, it, it's so scheme heavy that who knows? Maybe this guy, maybe it's uh, Tom Brady. I'm not obviously Sean Man- Mannion, Todd Mannion, Phil Mannion, whatever his name is, isn't coming in and then being a Hall of Famer, but it's scheme heavy. No, Henney, their season's over if Henney but, comes that's in. That's what I'm saying. But, We're but who, who backs uh, him up? What about the Panthers? You know who the you know who the the backup for Cam is, Garrett Gilbert. I don't know who that is. I don't either. That's why I'm asking. But there's not a lot. There's not quarterbacks out there, man. Or else they would have them. I agree. But even take even take. Let's let's look at Minnesota. that's why Kaepernick. That's why the Kaepernick. That's why it always comes back to the Kaepernick thing. If you're if you're out there saying he's not good enough to be in the league, you're a liar and a racist. Because he's good enough to be the backup quarterback on. 
30 teams. And he's good enough to be the starter on another fucking seven. You're taking Brock Osweiler right now over Colin Kaepernick for the Dolphins? You're stupid. You're dumb. We said that last year about fucking Jay Cutler. Should should have won us a thousand dollars when I said it. It's it's blatantly obvious. I I just don't get it though. Well, you seem to be you seem to be lost on multiple levels. You're a hundred percent right about the Ka- about Kaepernick. Fucking people that are still arguing that he's not good enough. I mean Goldberg. Fucking. I mean, honestly, like Matty Goldberg saying that. Like, I didn't even know. I didn't even know Los Angeles Jews could be racist. But then you're also just confused. There's just not. There's just not good quarterbacks out there. It's hard. It's hard to do, man. It's hard. It's hard position to play. I, I know it's hard to do, but do you see my point? Uh, that's why I brought up multiple teams that like teams that are going to make the playoffs. My my point is this. If I, here's two teams to compare. Cuz they're similar as far as their record. Let's take Viking Steelers. If I'm a fa- if I'm a fan of the Vikings, I feel way more confident. And I'm not saying he's good, but I'm saying as a backup, he could maybe get by. I feel way more confident they have Trevor Simeon as their backup. I feel way more confident as a Vikings fan with Trevor Simeon than I do with the Steelers as Joshua Dobbs. That's all I'm saying. But only one of them can have Trevor Simeon. There's only so many backups. That's the point. There's 25 backup quarterbacks that, yeah, your season's completely over if they have to come in and play. Completely over. But there's just not that many good quarterbacks. There's 60 quarterbacks in the league. 35 of them are awful. Yeah, it's bad. And again, I didn't realize. You know who the Jags signed today? You know who the Jags signed as Brock Osweiler's backup. I mean, what I'm trying to think like what Landry Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Some guy who was in the league. Where's fucking where's Dan Arlovsky? I I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Am I where's cra- fucking you hold know on, hold on, am I crazy to where's think John this? Kitna? Am I crazy to say this? To bring it back to the Bills. I, honest to God, would rather have starting this week on the Buffalo Bills, Tim Tebow. Of course you would. Over Peterman, Barkley, or Derek Anderson. And I'm I'm not saying this to troll. I'm being dead serious. Am I crazy to think that? No. That I'd rather have Tim Tebow, who's been playing baseball for your fucking Mets affiliate in AA. I'd rather have Tim Tebow. No. Of course you're right. He's... He's played and won a playoff game. He's he was the best player in college. Honestly, Tim, T, uh, uh, this is like a, a great example of why Kaepernick is also the, should be the answer for teams. Is like you almost want a quarterback who's going to come in and be different. If you're the Buffalo Bills right now, you want to fuck. You want to start running the fucking triple option. You want to become Navy tomorrow. Yeah. You want fucking T- Tebow throwing jump passes. Fans would be into it. Get un- get unfundamental. 
Get fucking crazy. It's the only answer. It's just so disrespectful. Seriously, if you're a Bills fan, you should feel so disrespected. You guys made the playoffs last year. You went nine and seven. The, the, these 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 are the solutions at quarterback. But there is. But I've never seen, dude. Dude, maybe there's I'm, no right answer for them now. I, I know, but maybe I have a short term memory. But I've never, dude. I've never seen a roster like this. I've never seen a roster at quarterback to literally have. Peterman, Barkley, and Derek Anderson. I mean, it's unheard of to have three just bad quarterbacks in the NFL. Those are three bad quarterbacks. So it's, it's, it's disgusting to watch, dude, these fucking teams. I mean, we're a couple of years removed from, like, this, the Texans going, like, Savage, Whedon, fucking Yates. Like they they had Keenum in there, but that's my point. Like today for me was like a woke moment of how bad the quarterbacks are. I, I, it's funny because I was doing this last year when Ka- Kaepernick wasn't getting signed then before, and I'm like, guys, if you're arguing he's not good enough to be in the league with fucking these guys playing backup, then you're a liar and a racist. But again, it goes beyond Kaepernick to me because. You're just very upset with the quality of which is why I've been saying Ryan Fitzpatrick's good all along. I feel like you just saw the light. Well, no, it has nothing to do with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right? You fucking you jizz in your pants if he was your team's backup. I've always said that. I've never not said that he's a great backup. There's a difference between being a backup and a starter. But there's also a difference between look, every backup in the league is terrible. It's bad. Everyone. That's why I'm saying as a guy root Who's better right now? Fucking who would you rather start if you're the Jaguars? You'd rather start Ryan Fitzpatrick or Blake Bortles? Fitzpatrick, right? So he's a starter in the NFL. He's an NFL starter. Are there are there five teams you'd rather you think he's a better starter than? I've told you this year. I want Ryan. I want Ryan Fitzpatrick to be the quarterback of the New York Giants next year, with a rookie that we draft, getting mentored by a Harvard guy. Getting getting mentored by the magic. Yep. That's 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 my Eli Manning transition plan. Free Eli Manning. Send him to Jacksonville. Give me Fitzpatrick. Give me a rookie to mentor him. Let's go. If he's made Deshaun Jackson relevant again, imagine what he's going to do with Odell Beckham, Shepard, Ingram. We're going to are we going to score the most points in the league or the definitely the most points in the league? I don't know, man. I just don't I don't get how people are not seeing this. They are. I think a lot of people are. The but, the, but, but, the but, but, the but I have to bring it back to the Rams though. I had I, I gotta bring it back to the Rams. Like I I feel like you just woke up and realized that forty quarterbacks that have jobs in the NFL are really bad. No. I I know that it's very difficult to be a good quarterback in the NFL. Trust me. I've always said that. But what what blows my mind is again to bring in the Rams, they're making all the moves. You got to make a trade for a better backup. You're, you're the Kansas City Chiefs. You got to make a trade for a better backup. Okay, so but, but the thing is, the Saints. Dude, I would feel the way- Saints season was over if Drew Brees got hurt. So they went and they made a move for Teddy Bridgewater. Not everybody could have Teddy Bridgewater as their backup. Like, who did you want the Chiefs to have as their backup? Again, I, I, literally somebody like an AJ McCarron. I'd feel way more comfortable, dude. Dude, if I, if I'm the Rams. You don't know you what... Think, 
you think Adrian McCarron's that much better than Chad Henney? I'd rather have him personally. I mean, you probably are right there. Who knows? I mean, let's not forget Adrian McCarron started a playoff game because somebody got hurt, not because he like led him to the playoffs. No, I know. And again, I'm not saying again. This is all in the context of being a backup. Yeah, I'm just saying there's not that many out there. That's why people don't have them. But every team that has somebody worse than Colin Kaepernick is fucking colluding. That's why no one has them. That's the answer. All right. Well, we should get to the picks this week. Before we do that, what are you doing next? Uh, any interest to go to see the Rams Seahawks? I'll be in San Francisco. Okay, so you were not go. Not going. I was looking at tickets on SeatGeek last night. Isn't that two weeks though? Yeah, it's not Sunday. It's the week. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm so, getting them ahead because so I'll, I'll be here for that. Oh, because I've noted. I've noticed if I get the tickets early on SeatGeek, I've kind of figured it out. Cutter's whole hold, no, hold. Wait, maybe, maybe I am. I am. I think I am gone. I forget what it is. Well, his tactic on hold worked for the Navy Notre Dame game. I've noticed. I don't think it works on SeatGeek as much right. for NFL. So I'd like to pull the trigger on... What is the date of the game? It's uh, November 11th, I yeah, believe. Yeah, I'll be in San Francisco. So if you guys want to go see your favorite NFL team, including the Buffalo Bills, led by Nathan Peterman, you can go on Seeky and get those tickets. It's the best But let's app. be honest, you're not going to go if you're in Buffalo because you've given up. Yeah. But if I, your team's quarterback isn't awful, go to SeatGeek. Yeah. Go to SeatGeek. Because best of all, all the dirt balls get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. I love SeatGeek because you can see exactly where you're sitting. I'll go in the Coliseum. I'll see exactly where I'm sitting, which I love. Guys, just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Okay. Let's get through this stuff, Prano. We have... Week nine. You only you didn't gain any points on me last week. Dude. I know. I'm aware. So you're, you're nine points back still. I'm comfortable. Nine points back. I'm not comfortable, but I'm. How are you feeling? I'm not uncomfortable. I feel good. You haven't had your disaster week. I haven't had a no, big week. I Hopefully haven't. Hopefully they coincide. All right. So let's get to it. First up, we have the Battle of the Bay. Oakland at San Francisco. The the 49ers are a three-point favorite. Oakland at San Francisco. Uh, yeah. San Francisco, that's, man, they're just calling it a push between those two teams. I'm going to go with San Francisco. They're, they're, they're wily. You think they'll cover the three-point favorites? Well, I th- if there were two... I think that they were going to cover. I think it's going to be a probably a three. I think Vegas probably nailed it. Um, I, it's a coin flip whether I think it goes. All right. I'm going to go Yofu, the Raiders, just for a different pick. All right. Bears at Buffalo, speaking of our favorite team. The Bills are a 10-point underdog. And by the way, I watched that Monday game. Guys, the Bills were in that whole game. Theoretically, they were never they were never out of, but they also had no ability to score whatsoever. But that's my point. 
Yeah. What do you mean theoretically? It was nine to six the start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, but they were never they were never threatening to score ever the whole game. So, but my argument is again, Tom Brady didn't throw one touchdown pass. They got a pick six. Their defense. That that was a good game. I mean, the, the score looked a little lopsided because of that pick six. All they were kicking was field goals anyway. Just saying. Bears at Buffalo. You're just saying if they had Adrian McCarron, it would have been a different story. Or someone of his caliber, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's the example you should because they cut him. They let him go. Um, I'm gonna take the Bears. I think the Bills fucking stink. Uh, they've got Peterman starting. The Bears' defense is good. I think the Bears' offense will... Yeah, I'm going the Bears. I'm going to go Bears, too. I mean, I I can't... Do all this and then take the Bills? I just can't. Bills Mafia. Fucking go terrorize your shithead owners. Tampa Bay, Carolina. Your boy Fitz is starting again. I'm going to take him. Six-point underdogs at Carolina. That's way too much for a division game. It's also way too much against Fitzmagic. Yeah, I'm taking uh, Tampa Bay as well. I mean, fuck. The, like, people are on the Panthers now. Like, yeah. now, I'm, now I'm hearing lots of people I do, agree. do the thing. I've seen it. People are on them. It's, I'm not on them. I'm not on them either. I mean, the, the, the idea, like... To me, the Saints are clearly the class of the division. Not even close. Not even close. I think... I don't think the Panthers make the playoffs. And if the Panthers do make the playoffs, I don't think the Panthers win a playoff game. Which is... That's it. That's the standard, right? If you're a good team, you win a playoff game. Yeah. Two years ago, Giants went 11-5, and five, got the shit beat out of them in Green Bay. We weren't a good team. We were an okay team. Our defense was good. We weren't a good team. We had a good record. I think Carolina does make the playoffs, though. Chiefs at Browns. You think, hold on, I have a question for you, though. Do you think two teams make it from the NFC North? No. You don't? No. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm ready to sell on the Packers, man. Why? They played the Rams tough. Montgomery doesn't fumble that football. Packers I, might have won that game. I agree, but that's a game they have to win. I mean, they're 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. I don't know, man. They play that way against the Rams. Well, we'll we'll get to it then. We'll wait. For, I'll wait for the Monday night pick. I, I also think like so they they. I'll remember com- that when we get to the Monday night game you're, that you're selling the Packers. They were coming on a buy. Yeah, off a buy, I should say, and they were they were ready. I just they they their defense played way better than I thought, holding the Rams' offense in check. I just I don't know, man. I'm I'm not sold on them. All right. All right, Chiefs at Browns. Chiefs are eight and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, but we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about this much, right? Did Hugh Jackson get fired after our last episode? Yeah, a lot of people were disappointed about this. A lot of people are stupid. No dirt balls. Oh, uh, disappointed that he got fired because we can't Cause make we fun can't. of him. I mean, we can still make fun of him now. Any now, 
whoever else is next is the next Hugh Jackson. God, how long? It's just now Greg Williams. But also they fired Haley too. Yeah. That's that to me was what? It's the first. There was some sort of crazy power struggle where they were beefing and then they fired both of them. Yeah. Like, you know what? You're both suspended. It's like your parents when yeah. you're fighting with your brother. Like, you both go to your room. Yeah. Like, what? He but started he, it. Yeah. I'm getting the shit beat out of me. What the fuck, mom? We all saw that, though, on Hard Knocks. Yeah. We all saw but it. But I said it. I've said it all along. The, Todd Haley is the only person in the organization who was saying fucking Hugh's a boob. He should be the president of football operations. <laughs> He's the only he's the only person in here who knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah. They fired him? You should ask him who should be the next head coach. You should at least let him interview the next head coach. I'm confused because I saw a great tweet. Somebody said even Hugh Jackson's like tenure ended in a tie. That's a great tweet. Yeah. Do you remember how good the Steelers offense was with Todd Haley? Yeah. It took a minute. And he had some problems with Big Ben. I know they had issues the whole time he was there. But you know how many points they would put up? And you and you think about the talent the Browns had, and that people and that they should be scoring more points. And that Todd Haley saying he has a problem with the head coach. We know Todd Haley has the ability to have a good offense. So it's like, give him a shot after Hughes gone. Yeah, but the Browns are gonna Browns. We're we're officially done with the Browns, right? Like no, like at this point. I can't even. What was the over-under in Vegas? Five and a half? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there were so many people like, we're going to go 8-8 eight eight this year. We're going to go 9-7 this year. Browns are a playoff team. K- fuck. I mean, the, 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 and the buyers of Baker Mayfield after one half of football after he relieved Tyrod Taylor. Trust me, he's better than Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor is not good at all. But, oh, well, that solves it. Everybody's making fun of him for taking him one overall. Guess he, guess they proved you wrong. Did they? They have two wins now. He's still better than I thought he would be. I thought he'd be like a major bust. He, I guess uh, he, as far as you're saying, he still could be. I I am not a Baker Mayfield hater. I don't think Baker Mayfield is like not talented enough to play in the NFL. I do think it was stupid and reckless of them to take him one overall, if that was the guy they wanted. But the idea that. You watch what he's done so far to think that he doesn't still have the ability to be a bust. Oh, yeah. He has. There is bust potential for sure. Still. Sure. Well, the number one bust potential is that he plays for the Browns. Right. I mean, Winston, we, we st- that's is that getting stamped bust at this point? Oh, he's 100% a bust. 100% a bust. I mean, he'd still do better than Nathan Peterman and that fucking crew, that trio. Gun to your head right now. You have to pick a quarterback for your unknown roster. Mariota or Winston? Mariota. Yeah, I agree. But I've agreed all along. Jets at Dolphins. Miami's a three-point favorite. Miami's a three-point favorite. Jets bounce back. Yeah, I'm taking the Jets. Yeah, I was just going to say that. All right, I'll pick first next. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. AFC North. Where is it? It's in Baltimore. Baltimore's a three-point favorite. Baltimore has looked 
awful the last few weeks. I'm taking Pittsburgh, man. They're coming off a bye. I, I, or no, I, they're not coming off a bye. Sorry, but I'm actually surprised the Steelers are or the Ravens are favored. Um, I would love I would love to take the Ravens in a game where they are not favored against the Steelers, but they are. So I'm going to take the Steelers as well. All right, next up, Lions at Vikings, four and a half point Minnesota favorite. I'm going to take Minnesota. I think I, I'm kind of hopeful that Detroit's selling. I want the Lions to be good. I have no problem with the Lions. I'm a Matt Stafford fan. Patricia, I think. I, I never thought that that was the right move for them. But, like, I'm rooting for you guys. Maybe maybe he's smarter than I thought, and he's rightfully moving on. I'm taking the Vikings, and I think the Vikings maybe start hitting their stride a little bit. Mm, four and a half. Although, no Golden Tate. I don't know who else he's got. Besides, he's got Marvin Jones. I'm going to take... I'm going to take Detroit. Fuck it. All right. Falcons at Redskins. One and a half point Redskins favorite. Ooh, that's a little spread. Falcons at Redskins. The Redskins are favored by a point and a half. Yeah. So here's the thing about the Redskins. I said the whole, I said before the fucking season started. I'm taking the Redskins. Great. That's perfect. I'm taking the Falcons. Okay. I said before the season, the Redskins will be a surprise. Alex Smith will make them better, but they're not going to be, they're not going to be twelve and four. I'm not saying that either. Right? They're only what a one and a half point favorite. Yeah, yeah. They're at home. I think the Falcons win that game. I think it's a close game, but it's only one and a half. So you're taking the skins. Yeah. Houston at Denver. Denver's a point favorite. I'm, I'm taking Houston, man. Wow, you're going to ride that. Wow, is Houston going to win six in a row? This does feel like it has Houston loss. This is the mistake I made last week. Yeah. I was like, is Houston going to win five in a row? Well, if you're taking Houston, I'm taking Denver. All right, I'll take Houston. Char- Come on, Denver. Help your boy out. Yeah, Bill O'Brien fucking sucks. Chargers at Seahawks. Ooh, that's a good one. You were in on the Chargers, but you're always in on the Seahawks. You're deep in on the Seahawks. No, I'm not always deep. It's crazy that you're a fan of two teams in the same division. I'm not. I am am a big fan of Russell Wilson. Big fan. I'm also a fan of the Chargers. Chargers keep it close, though. That's the thing. What's the spread? The Seahawks are a point and a half favorites. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers. You're taking the Chargers? Yeah. I guess I got to take the Hawks. Got it, right? Russ, we trust. In Seattle. I love, by the way, the in Seattle thing, how long does, like, I get the 12s and everybody's a fucking turnt. They went 4-4 and there last year. Like, yeah, they were really fucking good when their defense was awesome at home. Uh, they're not the first team. The fucking 12s. Everybody relax. Bills fans are throwing dildos on the field and fucking jumping through tables. Like, fans are psychos. I do. The, the fucking Dodgers fans just stab somebody to death with a fucking screwdriver. You guys what? You wear fucking neon green jerseys? You're fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they have a home field that big of a home field advantage, but 
I still, I'm going to go with the Hawks. We're getting distracted by, I don't know what's going on. Well, this girl's in leather pants. Yeah, it's it's killing me. It's the, it's the post-Lakers game Who is show. she? I don't know, but I'm digging it. I, I'm not sure, I'm, I'm not sure I'm digging it. It's like, they're not exactly flattering leather pants. You love that look. You're, this, she's right up your alley. That, she's your weight class, huh? Ah, uh, yeah, she's a little thick. You'd, you'd wrestle her. She is. That's my type of build. You know what, though? The thing about her is I think— She's got a little meat on her. I think the the camera and the leather pants aren't doing her justice. The camera adds 10 pounds. Leather pants add another 10 pounds. She's probably fucking in fantastic shape. What's my weight class, by the way? What's that? I mean, you like them thick. I don't—no, I like like a little meat for sure. Yeah, I like a little meat. I don't like those skinny girls. Oh, models I find disgusting. Like that tall, skinny. Yeah. Ain't about that game. All right. Rams at Saints. Ooh, it's going to be, be a fun game. Good game. The Saints are a point favorite. I hate to do this. To I, your team. I already said it last week. I've been calling for a few weeks. I think the Rams take this L. I, I, I think uh, they've, they've, they've been good in close games. Uh, you know what? Uh, Breeze at home in the dome. Golf again. Under pressure, man. He can get flustered. And I've seen it. I've been watching it closer. I could see a 10 point Rams loss. 10 point Rams loss. I want them to win. I will be rooting for them, but I think they lose. And they lose by more than one. I, uh, I'm sticking with the Rams. Everybody's on. This is the Rams. Ooh. This is the Rams' week to lose. That the Saints and the home and the whatever. I think the Rams are really, really good. I think McVay's fucking fantastic scheme. I think that they are going to lose some games this year, but I think that what's likely to happen for the Rams is that they're going to lose some games that people don't think that they're going to lose. You Seahawks get them one game, or you're fucking. You know, they lose some games that they're, no one's expecting. I think they'll get up for this game. I think uh, McVay will come out with some interesting shit for this game. Let's be honest. The Saints defense isn't good. The Saints defense is suspect, but again, dude, Breeze at home. Yeah. I mean, we highlight it. Breeze at home. Man, but you know what? Everybody's like, oh, this game's going to be 50-50. This game's going to be like fucking 17-14. Because the Rams are going to come in and go, oh, yeah, shoot out in the dome. What if we feed Gurley a one million times? That's what's great about the Rams' offense. Yeah. They can do that. They can really slow down the game. They did that in Denver where they're just like, we're just going to give Gurley the rock. How many games do you think the Rams lose? Two. And, and how many games do you think the Saints lose? They have one loss right now. I think the Saints lose a couple more. I think the Saints also likely to get – I think the Saints will have a – you know that the Falcons, their division: Falcons, Bucks, Panthers. They'll all beat up on each other a little bit. Yeah, I think this. Uh, yeah, twelve, twelve win team. Yeah, I think they'll go about twelve and four. And I agree with you on the Rams losing too. All right, Sunday night Packers. That's what I'm talking about. At Pats. What's the spread? Six points. You're out on the Packers. I'm out, but I'm also like six. That's a big spread, bro. He 
Here's my thing. I don't like there, – there's a few people I don't like betting against. Actually, the two main guys are playing. I don't like betting against Brady. I don't like betting against Rodgers. To me, those guys are that good. Well, I'll tell you what. I think you were on to something there. I agree. I agree with everything that you said up until one point. I don't like betting against Rodgers, and I don't like betting against Belichick. Brady can fucking suck my dick. I'm not betting against Brady. <laughs> fucking, I'm not worried that fucking what Brady's, you know. Yeah, is Brady going to fucking carve up a Packers defense? Probably. But I'm worried about what Belichick's going to do to fucking our boy Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's what you got to be afraid of in this situation. But I'm thinking the Packers. I actually think the Packers could win this game. Yeah. it's I, When I saw it, it's just too big. I'm going to agree. Six is just too big. Aaron Rodgers is too good. And last but not least, the Monday night game is Titans at Cowboys. Big D, six-point favorites. That's way too big. I'm taking Tennessee. Well, how, like, I, I understand the Titans cannot score right now, but who's, who's making the line? Fucking drunk Jerry Jones? It's like, we got Amari Cooper now. We're six-point favorites. Taking Tennessee. All right. That is our NFL Week 9 picks. There's a big college football game this week, Prano. LSU, Alabama. Where is that game being played? The Bayou. Yeah. Let's see what that line is. Because well, you were all about it. It was a big line. It was like a fucking 14-point line or something like that. 10-point line. Dude, the line... Didn't we already talk about this? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I want to see if it changed. It was 14 and a half. It opened. It was 14 and a half LSU, and I said, put that money on our 14 and a half Bama favorites. I said, put that money on the fucking Tigers. I mean, come on. What, what do we got here? Still 14 and a half. Bama wins. They don't cover. I'd love to see them lose, and I'd love to see them lose to LSU. be fantastic. I'll, I'll watch that game, and I'll root for the Tigers. Coach O, where's he at? He's up there somewhere. He's right up there. Over there, and that's an OJ. I'm on OJ Simpson, uh, Nick Saban this weekend. I'm going to sneak into his condominium, slit his throat while he's sleeping. Fucking a waiter. <laughs> It's going to be Crimson Tide coming out his neck when I get a hold of him. Man, Coach Joe, it's always good to uh, hear that voice. He really, really always makes the show better. All if right. the headphones with the microphone thing that I got to wear don't fit, you must have quit. That's just a rule. That's actually a by rule. Coach, are you- if the quarterback bracelet thing, I put the plays on for the quarterback and I get him to put it on before the game. If it don't fit, you must have quit. I didn't kill Nick Saban. He, if, if Nick Saban ends up dead this weekend, I just want to say, if, if I did it, this is how I would do it. <laughs> Coach O stopping by the podcast. Always good to hear from. Guys, that's the show. I know we keep not getting the calls, but... Look, guys. We lot. just got the calls like two episodes ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Two episodes ago. There's a lot of stuff going on here. You got a puffin up on your TV right there. Did you know that was a puffin, Nature Boy? I did. 
I only know that's a puffin from the cereal. I haven't been watching nature shows. This is a new adjustment because I don't have a TV in my bed now. I've only been reading Sarno. It's not a long book. Did you get more Sarno? No, I got a fa- I'm like 30 pages done and I'm done. Yeah. Really, really pacing yourself. I was doing great and then the last few and nights. And then you felt better and you're like, fuck it, I'll save this for when I don't feel good again. It kind of, there's some, there's some, there's some nuggets of truth to that. Yeah. Anyway, Prano, what do you got to promote? Uh, this Sunday, I'm going to, this is the last push for it. Uh, Sunday night, the comedy store, main room, save the waves coalition, Eddie, if Lachlan Patterson, Chad goes deep, Andrew Norelli. Uh, I just did Eddie's podcast last night at the, uh, at the, uh, improv on the bingle bus. If you're a shithead, I know we have shithead fans. If you're a shithead and you're in Southern California, please come to that show. It, it'll, uh, it'll mean a lot to all of us. It's for a really great cause. You know me. I like to do charity. I'm a charitable guy. And uh, I love the ocean. So come and support. Next week, I'll be up in the Bay. San Francisco, Oakland, Santa Cruz, uh, Marin County, Throckmorton Theater. Um, So go to JoePrano.com for all of the dates for those. Um, Joe Prano on Instagram and at Fix Your Life on Twitter. And follow me on Instagram if you haven't. I know it sounds dumb, but like in comedy these days, it's like all that matters. Like if I had if I had 10,000 Instagram followers, I'd get booked before if I had a fucking late night credit. Goddamn comedy business is falling apart. All they care about is Instagram likes. So go ahead and like my all my Instagram photos, even though I don't post anything. Yeah. Instagram, Twitter, at Andy Ruther. Uh, shout out to everybody who has sent me screenshots. I mailed out so many koozies the last couple days. And uh, Canadian dirt balls. I sent a couple to Canada. You guys are welcome. Holy shit on the fucking shipping to send a koozie. Ten bucks to send two koozies. Wow. So those will be arriving in about ten days. Anyway, dirtysports.com. And uh, yeah, I, I see the iTunes reviews. Thank you. Anybody who leaves them gets a koozie. I'm going to still keep doing that. Same way with our sponsors. If you send a screenshot using our sponsors, uh, all those links are in the description of the show. And uh, one other thing. I just recorded my next episode of the Joe Prano podcast today. I won't tell you who the guest is, but I'll <laughs> tell you this for you sports fans out there. We talk a lot of hockey. Oh, wow. A lot of hockey. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. You had Wayne You had Wayne on the show? I had Wayne Gretzky on. Talked a lot of hockey. Brought up how a lot of you guys who also, for some reason, hate Colin Kaepernick, hate the NBA, love hockey. I don't know what the through line is there, but it's something. Yeah, subscribe to all the podcasts. Check them out, guys. That's all I got. DirtySports.com. YouTube, you guys know what to do. All right, I got to get this episode up on SoundCloud. Dirtballs, have a great weekend. It's November, bitches. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.